Thank you for having us. Right, again, it, it sounds self-explanatory, but tell us about the group. Who are you? What do you do? Well, we're a Second Amendment grassroots effort that uh, has championed uh, most of the good gun bills that have been through in the last uh, 15 years or so. We've taken Georgia from being about the 38th worst state in gun laws to uh, somewhere around the fourth or fifth, somewhere in the, we're definitely in the top five somewhere. It depends on, on what your criteria is to, to determine uh, our stance. But we've done that and we continue to do that. And we fight uh, legal battles uh, that anything that uh, anybody who tries to infringe on the Second Amendment, we will fight them in court, we'll fight them in the legislature, or we'll fight them where we have to. to to try to maintain and restore the rights that we should have as citizens that we were given originally through the Constitution. All right, and we'll talk about this constitutional care in a moment. I mean, I'm just struck by, you're telling me, Jerry Henry, that you know that, that you rank this, and as you say, by whatever criteria you use, but Georgia, a top five state in terms of states that are friendly, if you will, to the Second Amendment and, and gun rights and the rights of gun owners. I, I'm going to guess it's an assumption on my part that very broadly speaking, you look at the 50 states, the, the states that are probably going to be higher on the list are the red ones and the states that are lower on the list going to be the blue ones. Is that basically the way it breaks down? That's that's correct. The the more liberal states are going to be uh, tougher on their gun laws, as they are on everything. But the the more conservative states, they're they're for the Second Amendment, and they're for allowing people to protect themselves when necessary. All right. Uh, this particular piece of legislation, again, constitutional carry, and, and, and we gloss over this and talk about it, we in the media, so quickly. Uh, the, the shorthand we resort to, I know there's more to it than this, but it, again, constitutional carry, uh, essentially saying I don't need a permit, a, a state permit to carry my concealed weapon. Uh, passing in the House for a second time, uh, where is this now? I know heading back to the Senate, changes have been made. Uh, give us the view from 30,000 feet, and then we'll drill down some. Well, SB uh, uh, 319 is the bill that you're referring to right now. It originated in the Senate, came over to the House. The House had a bill that they passed, uh, HB 1358, that went over to the Senate. And when the bill was heard in the Senate, when the House bill was heard in the Senate, they put the Senate language on it. When the Senate bill was heard in the House, they put the House bill language on it. So now the House has passed the Senate bill number with the House uh, legislation on it, and now it goes back to the House and the, or back to the Senate, rather, where the Senate will either agree, disagree, uh, and if they disagree, it will go to a conference committee, and the conference will determine what's in the bill. If they agree to it, then it will go to the governor's desk right. for his signature. And without getting lost in too many weeds, what what are the most significant differences? What what has to be smoothed over and ironed out and reconciled between these two bills at this late date? Well, the only thing that I'm aware of uh, is that uh, one of the bills says that that if you're not prohibited from owning a firearm, you can carry without a license. And the other one, which I believe has to be fit, uh, 319 says that you have to be eligible for a Georgia weapons license in order to carry without a license. And uh, the purpose of that is it's against the law right now for 18, 19, and 20-year-old persons to carry a firearm or carry a handgun in the state of Georgia. And this bill did not change any of those laws 
all it did was say you don't need a permit to carry, and the uh, it keeps the permit as optional so that you can use it as a background check when you buy a farm or use it for reciprocity in states that require a license. And that's an important point, Jerry Henry. And let's let's kind of get into that for a quick moment. Jerry Henry, again, the group uh, GA2A, Pro Second Amendment Group. Uh, I still need to purchase the gun. I still need uh, the federal background check. I, 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 essentially, correct. the feds have the oversight here. It's not as though uh, people who shouldn't have guns, felons and non-citizens, the rest of it, no. it's not the underage, whatever. It's not as though they can just run out now and start buying guns. There are still background no. checks and other prohibitions in place everything that sta- that was in place with the licenses will be in place uh, after this bill is passed and signed into law except the requirement to have a license to carry on the in those places uh, you like i said you you can have the license if you want it it's not necessary but it's not going to help you buy a farm it's not going to help you if you're a felon it's not going to help you if you're a prohibited person if you're prohibited, you're prohibited by the federal government, and that's it. There's nothing that the state's going to do about it. And Jerry Henry with us. Uh, you know, I'm remembering, and I know you remember this too, uh, the, the campus carry debate, uh, which uh, allows people who are permitted to carry guns to have them on campuses, right. college campuses around the state, other states, uh, similar laws. Uh, I, so much of what I'm hearing by way of criticism of this legislation, constitutional carry, it looks as though some of the folks just cut and paste the old arguments and articles about campus carry. Uh, Every place it says campus carry, just insert the words constitutional carry, and they make some of the same points. My point is, all the gloom and doom and bloodshed they predicted as a result of campus carry, none of it has happened. None of the bloodshed that they predicted. If you go back to uh, you go back to the 70s and 80s when they were first uh, putting giving us concealed carry uh, with a license. Uh, that was one of the things that was said in the AJC was that if that bill is passed, the streets of Atlanta will run red with the uh, blood of policemen. That's never happened. In fact, every time that you loosen up the gun laws, the crime rate goes down. And uh, one of the things that I would like to clear up, though, we, we've been talking, we've been saying concealed carry. Mm. Uh, when this bill passes and signed into law, you can carry openly without a license as well as concealed mm-hmm. without a license, which you can do right now. We can do, yes. So to get that cleared up, uh, your expectation is that this particular piece of legislation does pass in some form by Monday? Again, we're, we're up against it now, Monday, the last day of the oh, session. Think, You're thinking this gets yeah, done? I, I think that the House will, or the Senate will agree, and it'll go just like it is right now to the governors. I don't think that they're going to, I don't think they're going to go um, do any more changing to it. I think they're going to agree, get it over with, and move it on. Yeah, you been... another bill too that we're very, we're very interested in called right. SB two fifty nine. I'm sorry, SB two fifty nine. Yes, two fifty nine would uh, uh, remove churches from the off limits location. Would, Treat them just like any other piece of private property. Uh, prohibit any kind of uh, databases within uh, most of the jurisdictional areas. Uh, it would force the cities and governments who have confiscated firearms to sell those firearms every year. Uh, and uh, it also does away with some of the governor's uh, emergency powers. In other words, if he uh, if he wants to shut down, a, if during a declared emergency, if they want to shut down a shooting range or a fire 
dealer or anything like that. They had to shut down all the businesses in the area and not just the, the firearms. I want to very quickly uh, clear up, at least get understanding on one thing you mentioned, the Senate Bill 259 that okay. speaks to churches. Uh, the, the pastor of the church, uh, the, the earthly head of the church, would still have, as I understand it, tell me I'm wrong, but would still have the authority in that church. You can bring the gun in here, you can't sure. bring the gun in. Just as though I can, I have that authority in my home. You can bring your gun in my house, you can't. You're not taking away that level of authority. No, no. In fact, it, it gives the, the churches more level of authority because right now the way the law is written, they can't, the smaller churches are one of these affect the most, but those smaller churches cannot name four, five, six guys to a security team unless they're exempt by law from having a um, firearms license mm. because if you allow one person to carry in church with a Georgia weapons license, you have to allow them all. This would say, okay, I want six people here on Sunday morning sitting in those chairs, and they're going to be my security, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. It would be treated just like what it is, private property. All right, Jerry Henry, we'll leave it there. We'll track Senate Bill 319 and uh, 259, those two pieces of legislation. Jerry Henry, GA2A, Georgia Second Amendment, uh, is the organization. Best of luck on this. We'll check again soon. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it and enjoyed it as usual.